You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Tuesday, March 24th, and great stories on deck today. Um, We even have, uh, well, rumor has it we have a story from Pastor Hall in uh, Tomball, Texas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I see what you did there. It's <laughs> yeah, pretty fun, huh? It is. <laughs> this is what day two of a virtual coffee hour. Um, this is yes. a, a, a kind of an experiment in uh, how can we do radio and podcasting um, while we're socially distanced, and uh, it's uh, it's been quite an experience. It's a lot of fun um, because we still get to talk to people all over the world, which we get to do every day. But uh, today we're going to head to Texas, and then uh, we're going to head out to Cole Camp, Missouri, um, as we uh, share some stories from camp this week, looking forward, hopefully, to some camp stories being made this summer as well. Thanks to Concordia University, mm-hmm. Wisconsin, for supporting the coffee hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu live uncommon joining us by phone today pastor chris hall he's pastor at zion lutheran church in tomball texas pastor hall thanks for joining us on the coffee hour today pastor hall you still there well (laughs) looks like we lost pastor hall this morning (laughs) well i was gonna say uh rumor has it that uh, he's got a story to share let's see if we can uh, get him back on the line maybe he doesn't now (laughs) maybe he doesn't maybe Let's see if he we didn't can want to share it all. after all. <laughs> I told well, you, you're it's at a home fun board experiment all of this. That's right. Yeah. Let me see if I could. Uh, yeah, there he is. He's calling us this morning. Oops. He was calling <laughs> us. He was calling right back. We'll get him on the line here. Uh, so we were going to share a story about uh, rumors because he's been writing an awesome blog. And uh, I got a chance to read it recently. And his blog is called Sheepdog. I really want to know why. Why it's called Sheepdog? Yeah. Yes. So we'll get him on the line here. Let's see if we can get him connected. Oh, there he is. He's calling. It's the magic of radio in real time. It is. Like everyone's really excited, I'm sure, about my uh, really slow radio skills here. (laughs) I mean, it's it's the internet these days. Everyone's on it. Hey, Pastor Hull, you there? (laughs) I am. Did y'all hang up on me because you don't like me or something? I want to put the worst construction on what just happened. Yes, that's totally what happened. I figured. It's like the moment I'm going to talk, it's like, man, we're done with them. (laughs) Pastor Hull, tell us about, uh, you have a blog called Sheepdog. Um, And before we even get into uh, rumor has it and all your gossiping, um, tell us about your your blog, Sheepdog. Uh, You were doing this before it was cool to, like, hide up in your home and just write on the Internet. So tell us about Sheepdog. uh, And the problem is I'm an extroverted extrovert, so hiding up is not my uh, favorite thing to do. Um, But, no, uh, we started this blog about three years ago. I got the Sheepdog terminology from uh, Missouri Center organization called Doxology. Um, mm. Dr. Sinkbio gives this language of a pastor. Not, I mean, yes, we're shepherds, but really who a, who a pastor is, is a faithful sheepdog. Jesus is the shepherd, and you are the one just obeying his voice. You have one ear toward Christ, one ear toward the sheep, and your job is to protect and defend. 
and to do the work that the shepherd tells you to do. So gives me a lot less responsibility than being the shepherd himself. I'm just the dog that barks. So <laughs> it's fun times. That's a great analogy. <laughs> so we've, we've been hinting at, uh, you know, telling rumors and gossiping and putting the best construction on things. Uh, before we, we really dig into that, what actually constitutes um, gossiping or rumors? Well, when we look at a rumor, it may be true. You may be spreading a, a, an action or a saying that is completely 100% fact. But why are you spreading it is the question. Are you telling the story in order to build your neighbor up, or are you doing it to tear them down? Anytime you're doing it to tear them down, then that's gossip. The story may be true, but the purpose of telling it, the desire to tell it, is not right. It's meant to tear your neighbor down in order to build yourself up, rather than building your neighbor up in Christ. And that's what would constitute a rumor or gossip, is telling a story, sharing something, with the intent of destroying. Hmm. So what does God command us about gossip? Well, we look at the Eighth Commandment, right, which is everyone's favoritist commandment to keep. And we <laughs> look keep. when we see the Eighth Commandment, it's you, you don't bear false testimony against your neighbor. And then we get that lovely small catechism answer. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not tell lies about our neighbor, betray him, slander him, or hurt his reputation, but defend him, speak well of him. And then the new translation is, right, explain everything in the kindest way. That kind of kind of gives you an out because you can say, well, I'm not saying the worst thing I can say about this person. I'm explaining it in the kindest way. Or, you know, it's like I could I could do a lot worse here. I'm painting the best picture I possibly can. I'm just not a good artist. Um, but the better way is put the best construction on them. Literally build your neighbor up whenever you speak about them. Don't don't seek it as an opportunity to be revealed. Like, you know, that that one person that maybe you we all do it at some point is I want to be the one that tells everybody. I want everybody to hear it from me. You know, I, I get to be the revealer of the truth. And it's like, well, unless it's building your neighbor up, you, you're you're kind of just being wicked. <laughs> and and <laughs> God desires us to build each other up because we have enough of a hard time with the devil and the world and our own sinful flesh making us feel worthless. We don't need each other to uh, help out with that. So this is all about uh, loving our neighbors as we're, as we're called to do to love our neighbors uh, and, and to, and to share things in the best construction. What you, you mentioned a few things, but what harm does gossip cause when we don't uh, put the best construction on things and when we aren't loving our neighbors as we should? Well, it, it's amazing how much it can damage. Um, when you look at the epistle of James, he mentions how the tongue is this thing that like a small spark can set off a whole forest. What a rumor can do, gossip can do, is it can destroy relationships. It can ruin a marriage, could ruin a friendship. It can destroy reputations. Someone can become known for something that they probably didn't even do or is misunderstood. 
Um, gossip, uh, to give a temporal example, uh, not temporal, but an example, is um, let's say you have like a, a, a mother and a daughter, let's say, coming to your church, and they're close in age, like the mom's young looking, the do- they look similar ages, and they don't look too alike. And they sit with each other. No one else is with them. And all of a sudden, a rumor gets going that, well, they're a couple. And you know this is false, but that rumor has gotten around now, and then that person hears it, and it destroys them. And it ruins the thing. Even though there are mother and daughter, everyone has this view now. And now the person gossiped about has been sinned against. And they view you a certain way. They're now sinning because they're angry or upset at you. So the gossip, it's not as simple as just revealing a story. It's literally destroying that person. It's taking them and just outright obliterating them. I think I had a quote in my my opening. I can't even remember what I wrote. This is a problem. My associate pastor quotes back to me what I write all the time because I forget what I write. Um, which maybe is You're a like, good where did thing. you get that, that heresy? Like he said something to me one time. I said, "Man, that sounds dumb." Who wrote that? He's like, "You did a week ago." I'm like, "Oh," um, you know. But it's it's looking at any 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 time we do something, any time we speak, it is just to destroy the neighbor, not to build them up. And destroying them means literally just taking their life. And that's why Christ, he doesn't gossip about us because he doesn't desire to destroy us. He desires to save us, that we be with him forever. How did he, how did Jesus take on gossip? Well, this is a lovely thing. If we, if you read Luther's Galatians lectures, when you get to Galatians 3.13, Luther has this beautiful language called the blessed exchange. Uh, President Harrison calls it the happy switch or joyful switch. And Christ takes on gossip for us by not opening his mouth. He could have. He could have opened his mouth the entire way through and said, well, Peter, he denied me. Judas, he betrayed me. Thomas, he's doubting me. And he could have gone off on everybody. He could have said the chief priests care about themselves. He could have destroyed everybody. But he kept his mouth shut, and every accusation, every false statement, he assumed as his own, and literally on the cross became the gossiper. He became the one who speaks this. So when the law found him, he is the one who does it. He is every rumor ever spoken there on the cross so that it may be put to death. And he opened not his mouth except to say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He didn't open his mouth to accuse. He opened it to intercede. And that's how our our Lord assumed our sin, put it to death so that he may be the one that speaks. And instead of condemning, he absolves. Amen. Amen. Thanks be to God for that. Uh, Pastor, thanks so much for for sharing that with us. And for your, your blog as well. Uh, we'll certainly share it in the, the notes, the program notes today as well. Point us to uh, your blog. What's the easiest way to find your blog? If you go to Zion Tomball, Tomball is T-O-M-B-A-L-L, then T-X, so Zion Tomball, Texas, dot org. You'll get to our website, and uh, in the About Us, we have our blogs there, and you can just click on that. Very good. Pastor Chris Hall, Zion Lutheran Church in Tomball, Texas, 
and blogger at uh, ZionTombalTX.org. You can find the Sheepdog blog there. Thanks so much, Pastor Holt, for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Hey, thanks for having me. It was a fun time. God bless you all. Thank you. God bless you, too. You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 